Toe Thompson on the mic with the jingle. Love the new jingle. And it's perfect for the show. This is Shut Up Stein and I'm your boy Stein. I'm very excited today to continue our installments, our uh, archive of scuffology. This is part two. And to help me have this conversation, I thought it would be a good idea to bring on one Virginia Ham, a.k.a. Danny Whitener. Welcome back to the pod, buddy. How you been? Can't complain. It's been life's been treating me pretty well. Wow, wow, wow. Guys getting treated well by life. Shocking to hear it from a white guy. <laughs> to join <laughs> to join Virginia Ham and myself. I thought it might be a good idea to get a guy who's had a lot of experience using scuffs, but is admittedly completely lacking in knowledge when it comes to the production of scuffs. Uh, and he's more here for color commentary. And that is, of course, the one, the only, the irrefutable, undeniable Jonathan Wiffleball. Thanks for coming back to the show. Thank you for, for having me. Fuck toast. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. And, you know, what's, what's truly tragic is, Johnny, your last appearance is actually scrubbed from the archives. Uh, do do you foul and inappropriate language i have the i'm pretty sure i still have the episode it was there was just a lot of a lot of the hard f word <laughs> listen we we love a lot but that was that was a lot like it was a, a it was a large amount it was a it was a that, a large amount that, that's one of those episodes where you keep in the piggy bank and when we want to come out and have a good laugh it's what we put on yeah yes yeah i like that all right so to catch everybody up, last time we talked to Sean Steffi. And yeah, Ham's getting naked on cam. I know y'all can't see this at home, but whew, goodness. Uh, last time we talked a little bit about uh, scuffing in terms of like the origins of the scuff and like what the most traditional patterns are. And so what I want to do is I want to start getting into like that good goopy shit and talking about all the weird things that guys do that people don't really talk about in terms of scuff. So I want to start with a conversation about control. And I think that the best person to help me with that conversation is Ham, because what I witnessed out of Ham, who is widely, I think, regarded as one of the better pitchers in the wiffle ball community. But what I saw from him in the Golden Stick Open when he played against my team, I've never seen anyone lose it like that in my life. So can you tell me what the fuck happened there, man? Uh, I got the yips. Like the heart, I've had the hardest yips ever. Uh, I think mainly it had to do with the fact that uh, teammates are just constantly saying, you're the best. Just throw harder. Just throw harder. (laughs) This is at the yard open. Like they kept telling me just to throw harder and throw harder. And that's not what yard's about. Like yard is more of like the crafty pitching and hitting spots and obviously having a knuckleball, but this isn't fast pitch. Like I, it's, it was just, it was a mental block on my part. And I just, I don't know. It just translated to just shitty pitching. Yeah. I mean, well, to be fair, the conditions were rough. It was like wet, like the air was wet. It was wild, but yeah, it was, I, I think at one point you walked eight straight guys. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like Uh, that's, that that happened two times, three times, no, two times in that tournament. Oof, boy yeah that's that's tough and then jimmy flynn came in and he was throwing 1700 miles an hour 
So which we is what to, I was trying not to do. Yeah, no, you were never you were never throwing hard, but honestly, it was impossible to tell whether or not you were throwing hard because of how far away the ball was from the zone. Oh, <laughs> like, there was yeah. like no vantage point. Um, what scuff were you using for that? So I was using a like double box pattern. So typically like yeah. a Connor scuff in a sense, but yeah. instead of his seven by seven by like seven nonsense, um, I did. 10 like 10 by 10 oh that's getting closer grids. to like yeah that's closer to like haverty pretty much yeah, yeah, except... you, put, you put like random lines in your thing for your too right your yard ball is different than the fast pitch uh yeah my yard ball is completely different than my fast pitch i put five x's in between the holes um and then i do the traditional um like line artwork that connor does for his ball mm-hmm. as well but I alternate the little like the little arrows. I do some mm. that are facing towards like the middle line and then others that face at the bottom of the solid. So just like alternating. I think I got oh, shit. Sleep, but Yeah, um, we, we talked about that. Though. We talked about that in the last episode. Yeah. That particular pattern. Everybody has seen to cut onto that. And like so what you're describing to me is like a fairly standard scuff. So I'm surprised that shit went wrong but if you're telling me it's a little bit more mental than anything else i get it did you did you think about changing balls in that in that outing or was it just you knew that no matter what it was i well in the first game that i had the gifts which is against uh the barn boys that i can't remember i it happened there boys in the barn i uh switched actually to a different scuff i had one with um a little bit of a lighter grid with three x's in between the holes with the lines like going all the way across the line, so like pretty much surrounding the whole solid side, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it was the same result. I, like the whole day was more of a mental thing; had nothing to do with oh. the scuff. Like I was getting different movement, obviously, with both the balls, but uh, it was just the mental aspect of it was just different. That's wild because I had the exact opposite problem. I had to stop pitching because guys were just hitting everything. It didn't matter if it was it was in the dirt, if it was right down the middle, if it was on the pipe. I was just getting raked right off the fucking field. Uh, so it's just interesting how two guys can have completely different problems like that against the same team. Cause it happened to me against boys in the barn too. It's just interesting. Now, Johnny to me against you two years ago. Oh, you remember shit. I, pounded the, I pounded the strikes on the, fir- the whole first thing. And then the second and third thing, I just couldn't, I couldn't tell strike. Wow. Yeah. So I was about to say, Johnny, you don't, have you ever pitched at yard? I don't think I've ever seen you do it. Yeah. I pitched against you guys. Remember we, it was the the game. Oh fuck! Yelly, you're so. right. Oh my god! Yeah, two years ago. God damn. Yeah, I, I remember I, that. Uh, I yeah 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 yeah. I do remember that. I remember talking to Jordan because uh, I had never faced you, and I was like, "What does Johnny throw?" And he was like, "Man, if he if his knuckleball is hitting for strikes, you're going to be in trouble. But if it's not, you can basically just wait him out, and then him and Connor yeah. will start fighting." And that's exactly what happened. That's uh, that's, that's to a T. Because if my knuckleball is not hitting, I'm not pitching. But so that's what scuff, get back what scuff are you using then for that? I use Connor's scuff. Well, I guess it's ham stuff too because it's the it's those triangles for yard like for fast pitch. Mm-hmm. There's no triangles on the, the like the bottom half of the ball, not the whole side, the bottom half. Yeah, yeah. And you know how they put those they put those lines around the bottom half, and then there's like triangles in between each line. Yep, that's the ball I use for that. But I gotta figure it out. So I gotta just start screwing around before the season starts and figure it out. Oh, that's interesting. So I can Ham, do you have the ball that he's talking about on you? Or Johnny, is that I ball think, the ball you're I think about? I do. I'll show you. Hold on one second. All right. Because I just want to know because when, when people say Connor's <laughs> scuff, I think about something really specific. 
Let well, me see here's the... the deal. So this, I don't, well, because of the whole ordeal, I don't get Connor scuffs anymore. So I had to learn myself. Yeah, um, I had to so do the same thing. So pretty much. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Because like, so then, when Connor was. The... These yeah. bad boys right here. Yeah, I call it the face. A lot of people yeah. call it the arrow. I call it the face. That's the fast pitch one. You see the lines right there? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. The, you see those? Yeah, for medium pitch, right? Let me see that, Johnny. Let me see the top of that ball. See, this one's like a little bit. I think yeah. Connor made this one, but this one's a little bit more like it, there's less lines than this one. That's the fast pitch. Yeah, okay. So when I was pitching with Connor and he was doing that scuff, which was like the no scuff has ever moved more for me than that one. I hate to give, like I've, I've said before, I hate to give the guy credit, but he produces a scuff that's very good, at least for me. Uh, when he was doing it with me, it was that idea of like a box pattern on top of a box pattern. But he was obsessed with the idea of it being like sloppy and like fuzzy and like not quite like the lines were supposed to be crooked and not straight. And so when I learned that scuff, that's how I've always done it. But I've noticed that when people say I use a Connor scuff, it's the lines are much straighter now. So is that is that has that been your experience or are you still using those like crooked, jagged lines? I'm for still me, using yeah. the cricket. Oh uh, yeah, go ahead, Johnny. Go ahead. I don't you know. Play I, with you go. You go first. You're talking good. Uh, so polite. Um, I, we'll see. X XPOC teammates. That's how we cooperate. Mm. But uh, um, I've actually agreed with the fact that the sloppier the lines, I've gotten a lot better movement, and it stayed more consistent throughout like the course of the game. Even when it got beaten up too after mm -hmm. a while, like it still stayed the same. Uh, straighter lines actually become more sharper instead of having that nice kind of loopy or mm -hmm. kind of bigger break. So I, yeah. I can agree with the fact that the sloppier, the scuff sometimes can create a better ball. Yeah. If the ball ain't got the sloppy toppy, it's not going to move like how I need it to. So I'm, I'm right there with you. That's, that's an interesting evolution though. Um, and I assume that he's doing the technique that Steffi would refer to as painting, which is using the tip of the knife and yes. moving the ball against the knife, right. Rather than pushing the knife into the ball. Yes, that's exactly what he does. Mm. Yeah, very predictable. All right. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, I want to talk a little bit more about fast pitch. Obviously, you twos have very different fast pitch uh, uh, approaches compared to me because you guys can actually throw hard. So how does your scuff... I mean, Johnny, you just showed me your scuffs, but Ham, how does your scuff change for fast pitch? Are you more partial to like the super light scuff because you throw hard uh, or are you still using that big heavy scuff? Uh, it all depends on weather conditions for me, but I still use that big heavy scuff. Um, when it comes to maybe like a more wet damp kind of environment, uh, I've actually gone back to the side scuff where I mm. take the serrated part of the knife and I start just scraping it on top. Mm -hmm. And I've recently been experimenting with a um, a cinder block ball courtesy of ryan mcgillrath oh man yeah i've yeah, been yeah, yeah. experiment i've been I've been experimenting with a lot of different uh, methods of scuffing the ball like trying to stay away from the knife or even mixing the knife in with a little bit of a brick scuff yeah. and um yeah it's uh it's been more of like a lighter scuff in the rain and a heavier scuff when it's dry Interesting. Yeah, I stuff in the rain gets grass and shit. I mean, you can't get it. Yeah, back. I was about to say it gets yeah. it gets shit in the in like the ridges in the lips. 
and it, and it can't move right. Yeah, that's that's important. And we talked about McElrath. I think I need to probably get him and maybe like Randy Dalby in on an episode so we could talk about some of that, like kind of like those brick balls and shit. Yeah, um, expose your secrets, please. <laughs> yeah, well, it's so interesting because I watched him throw the entire championship game and it really just looked like he was throwing a two-seam fastball and a changeup. And I was like... He he, like it's like a it's like a fastball, then a two seam, and like almost like a cutter or a sinker, but it's like all like the same arm slot. And it's like yeah, it's like it's like baseball pitches. It's like yeah, it's like it's so hard to like, like you know what what's coming, but uh-huh. you still can't hit it because you just you can't predict if it's coming in if it's going out. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. he makes like, good pitch selection. He's just he's been so dominant. Like it's just it's 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 crazy. Yeah, and it's crazy because. Yeah, well, it's just it's just wild because I mean I think it's it goes without saying that McElrath gets substantially less movement on his pitches than some of these other guys, but it almost seems to work in his favor. Now, obviously, he throws hard, but everyone throws hard, so it's, it's almost it's almost like the less movement messes with guys more. And I think if you combine that with something like a cinder block build where it's like maybe not quite the same movement every time is a little bit less predictable. That might be the edge. And so I wonder, I can't help but wonder if we're going to see more and more guys start experimenting with that scuff and figuring shit out. And uh, rather than him exposing his secrets, just learning them and, and, and using well, them against them. What's crazy about them too, is that it makes it 10 times easier to pitch when the opposing pitcher has to literally be perfect to beat them because they're yeah. lined up so fucking deep. Yeah, it's a t- it's a good team. It's a good team full of good players. They dropped DNAP, and I was like, I mean, I don't know. And like, they almost played better this time around. I wasn't Second. in the league. Oh, DNAP is just such a hot guy. Yeah, DNAP is such sick. a hot guy. He, yeah, he's a sick guy. Yeah, yeah he's he's a good. Hitter. You want to talk about like like the ultimate good guy? He might be the ultimate good guy. Wow. All right, let's talk about unscuff a little bit, Johnny. Do I remember correctly? In that your Palisades days featured unscuffed pitching, or am I misremembering? Yes. So some people did because I mean you're allowed to have a whole bucket. And having a whole bucket pitching right. is like a hundred times easier because then you can just hold like five balls in your hand. Some yeah. scuff, some unscuffed, and no one's gonna fucking know. Mm-hmm. So you you were throwing yeah. unscuffed. Do you still partake in that, or are you when, when it's time to pitch? I, see, I don't like throwing unscuffed in fast pitch, like well MAW and like. U.S. because it's one ball, so like there's really only a couple options you have. Unless you're like Danny Haverty is like the only one I've seen. So unscuffed with like changeups and and other different pitches off of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like usually it's just it's a slider and then a big curveball. Yeah, and then maybe maybe a screwball, which Haverty has. I don't know. Haverty has, he has like six pitches with the unscuffed, which is amazing to me. Yeah, you throw. uh he throws the uh, what do you call it? The um, submarine ball too, which, in my opinion, is the best one out of all of them because it's like a reverse lefty curve. It's fucking sick. Yeah. If you if you can do it right, it's sick. Another good thing about the unscuffed is that like when it gets obviously the more you use it, it's gonna get scuffed up just from hitting the zone and everything else. So that mm-hmm. like if you can control that movement on it and like know what it's gonna do, you're golden. Yeah. The only downside is sometimes those balls just die and they just stop fucking yeah. moving. They and just stop fucking yeah, working and it's just flat. And then, and then, if you don't have a good backup, now you're in a lot of trouble. So that's that's one of the reasons why I don't think I'm ever going back to unscuff. The other reason is that I got yeah. fucking raked off the field when I tried it. So fuck that. I, I won't. 
like unless you can throw like 102 there's really no reason to use on stuff because mm. it's just it's like it comes in harder and breaks more but it's just it's more predictable yeah yeah there's fewer pitches fewer options less thinking involved at the dish ham what do you think you you ever experiment with unscuffed stuff or are you strictly scuffing balls here i actually have started um this all well, this previous uh, season, not playing as much. I've experimented with the clean ball. I'm actually going to be strictly using it at this uh, Maryland league that I got invited mm. to. I'm going to be playing with the Dinos with uh, the Cooks and uh, Stroganoff. Wow, I think that's how you say his last name. So I'm going to be testing out uh, some unscuff. Uh, I've actually thrown a few changeups, managed to get a screwball, but um, I yeah, I can. It's tough. It, it's tough. It's really screwball, tough. The screwball is tough. That's the one pitch that I've like, even a medium pitch, I can barely do that. Yeah, you got to hold it all ball. wrong. It feel, you know what it feels like? It feels like throwing a blitz ball, like trying to throw a screwball with odd scuff. Never threw one with that. It just hurts. I don't like it. I, I just, I gave <laughs> up on that one. Fuck that. But I have to throw on scuff because my league out in Vegas is all on scuff. So you got to like learn a bunch of like crafty little dinky dunky pitches. But I. Yeah, but that's it. It makes you think though. Yeah, it does. Yeah, 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 and for some reason, like I just throw like a cutter, and nobody in that league can seem to hit it. It I, it makes me feel like Mariano Rivera. It's just like cutter, 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 sometimes cutter. That, and... that late that late break fucks you up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I think you start messing with guys. Like once once you've like established that you've got good stuff, guys think about it too much, and then you can beat a batter before they even step in there. Moving along uh, because yeah, we I haven't played. We now, now we're just talking about pitching and we're not talking about scuffing, but it, it don't matter. It don't matter. It's my fucking show. I'll talk about what I want to. Hand. The two do go hand yeah. in hand. It's it's a very good point. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Ham, tell me about one of the things you've noticed in your like scuffing career. What is something that you've come across maybe like through trial and error or through somebody like giving you a piece of good advice? Something that took your scoffing ability to the next level. God, uh, keep it simple, stupid. Wow. 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 There's, there's really no point in overdoing a ball because it could just result in it cracking sooner. It's going to crack. Mm. And, um, cause my first time coming out of golden stick, I had this most ridiculous looking scuff where it's like a hurricane on the top. Just one big ass X in between the holes, and then uh, sort of like Connor's traditional bottom, except mm-hmm. it didn't it didn't have the little arrows, and that top piece literally took ten to fifteen minutes to get because it covered the entirety of the ball. Wow! It was it was just it was awful, but I had that submarine knuckleball. I could do a slider. I had a nice change up. It worked for me, but it just took forever. But just keeping it simple, stupid, <laughs> helped me out in the long run, and I can just bust out a good ball in less than like five minutes. Wow. And that's, I assume, using... The thing is, like, it's hard to both find a scuff that's, like, uniquely your own scuff that is also easy to do. And, like, you could just, like, bang two, three out on the field back to back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's hard yeah. to... Yeah, it's yeah. hard to think of a new scuff that's also simple. So I think a, a lot of guys just go straight for like the traditional shit 
But sometimes there's value in that new scuff. Sometimes it, it gives a little something different to the drop curve or it gives a little wrinkle to the knuckle that nobody else has. So I don't know. I, I find value in that. I like to show up with like at least five to 10 balls that are ready to go. And then also some freshies in case there's weather. I can, you know, adjust and adapt and that sort of thing. But did you did you abandon that scuff because it was taking too long? Or was it just like if the ball gets hit, it breaks? I abandoned it completely because I lost a few pitches just because I developed a different pitching style. Oh, I went yeah. a, I, I, I went away with different mechanics, which had to do a lot with going to college and playing baseball. Right. Um, but actually, as a recent, I have been experimenting with doing box patterns in between the holes. Wow. That OK. I'm going to call that I'm going to coin that uh, as like a plaid cut. I'm picturing like a checkered shirt. Like a like a plaid shirt across the size of the holes. That's interesting. Yeah. So when you're doing that, are you then making your X's on the top? <laughs> like, are you like flipping them? Uh, no, I'm still keeping either a box pattern on. It's pretty much a box pattern on the top. Interesting. Interesting. So, all right, I have I have two more big things that I want to talk about, and the first one is kind of you just alluded to it, which is like pitching style change. I want to start with Johnny here. Um, you had to make a big shift in your pitching arsenal when you transitioned from bucket to non-bucket. Did that change the way that you approach scuffs? Did you search for a new scuff or did you know that you already had one that you were like, no, 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 this is the one that I'm going to be going to from now on. Uh, this is a perfect time to say Didio is a piece of shit. Wow. Didio's a piece love, of love Didio. shit. Love Didio. He's a piece of shit. He left me on the stoop like I was a stoop kid. Wow. This guy, I used to use his stuffs all the time. All the time. And then one day, I was like, hey, can you make me a couple more? He goes, I still have some. Trust me, whenever someone leaves them laying around the field, I put them in my bag. No one Same. Knows. I gotta bring yeah, I, I think, I really think everybody does that. Everybody's like scouring the field for Didio balls. Yeah. I hate and to then, say it, but I don't think it's that good. Me neither. No, I still look for it, point. though. I was gonna, so to to make it simple, I would ask him for a couple balls to scuff him. He goes, "All right, all right you, you gotta give me like fifty dollars." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "I'm not giving <laughs> money for your balls, fuck you." So then I went to Connor's balls because I was playing with Connor at the time, and they actually moved better for me, and I have more control with them. Wow. So, so it, that's and, and that's I where you to that, and that's where you've been from now on, or from then on. Yeah, and then we'll. Yeah, I've just been dog shit because I haven't been doing pens or anything for the past like three or four years. So mm. Mm. I gotta get back to it. Ham, what about you? Have you ever have you experienced? I mean, you were just t- talking about how you shifted uh, in yard in fast pitch, though. Have you have you had any big shifts in like scuffing that has resulted from those mechanical changes you were talking about? Uh, no, actually, uh, it's been for me. It's been more on. Um, Finger pressure, tilting the ball, just adjusting to different kind of like body movements and arm angles to really get an effective movement and deception. Yeah, because you can tell like three different sliders, three different risers. You, it just all depends on how you tilt your fucking hand. Yeah. Yeah. So man, if you, that thing that you could do, like if you, you know what I mean? If you turn the slider in such a way that the holes are facing the batter, that shit goes crazy. That's a crazy so slider. Yeah, you can go from just holding it straight up and then you just turn it 
Yeah. Just rotate the ball in your hand to give it a little bit more opening to the uh, inside of the ball, and it just takes off on you. I did it this year against the Whippets, and I was just just keeping them off balance. Yeah, it's it's like a slower pitch just out of your hand, but yeah. it moves so much more. Like It's a wild pitch, and there's a lot of up-down break, at least when I throw it. It's almost like a curveball. Not same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just it yeah. depends on arm angle. I used to have that big slider in the Palisades, and now it's kind of like more of a, a tighter one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a big loopy slider. I really don't throw sliders anymore, but, you know, it is what it is. All right. So then really the last thing that I want to get to RE scuffing is the state of like ball integrity. Cause like y'all may remember back in like, I don't know, 2015, there was the whole mush ball thing. Y'all remember when that happened, when that went down and everybody had no. a fucking mush ball. I, I didn't start playing until 2016. Wow. Well, it was like maybe 2014 yeah. through 2016, 17. There was, uh, a surge in mush balls, which I think Danny Haverty started, but it was like balls that like so Boston soft on the top that if you hit it, it wouldn't go anywhere. Tacos and doesn't do shit. Yeah, it just doesn't do shit. And in recent years, I've seen fewer of those. So my question is, what do y'all think happened? Like, is it just that those balls stink? Or was it like a cultural thing where guys were like stop being a dick? What what happened to the mush ball? I think I think everyone like it's a gentleman's game, so I think everyone's kind of like on the same board with like, hey, like, like you just give that look, and you're like, okay, and you just throw it away. Now I'm not throwing the shot at the McGraw at Ryan at all, but the sandpaper ball is the easiest one that could become mush. You know what I mean? Oh, you but mean also, just by like, like shaving and shaving and shaving? Yeah, and just, shaving. And that's not throwing a shot. It's just because you're taking you're taking shit off the ball, like constantly. yeah. That's but, a good point. Um, yeah, and also the heat doesn't help. Oh sure. yeah, when yeah, when those balls get hot, they turn into but the thing is though, when a ball gets hot, it also doesn't really move right. So you're kind of like losing on yeah. both ends there. Huh. Again, that wasn't a shot at them. That's just like it's just it's it's just I don't know, what do you call it? Science? The way you're rubbing all the shit off the ball. So it's like it's obviously making but you're the making, ball you're making Yeah, you're making the ball lighter, you're constantly changing the ball and putting more marks on it than it already is. I think in this case, maybe there should be a rule that whatever the ball is coming in, like scuff-wise, is how it has to be for the rest of the game. Can't change mm. the integrity of the ball. Wow. But, I mean, that that's not something that we can make, but, I mean, it's an idea just for people just not to keep constantly scuffing and scuffing and scuffing the ball, which is making it lighter, which could potentially change the distance that the ball is going to be hit. So. The ball, yeah, because the ball, well, the ball's gonna talk on a lot. You know what I mean? Like it just, mm-hmm. and it also kind of fucks your fielders over too because you can't really throw a fucking taco ball in. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a tough ball to throw in. Uh, I think the idea would be to like get as many pop ups as you can, but like, yeah, you hit a grounder, that's a taco, and like, good luck getting it back to the wall, especially if if you're someone who throws risers to the zone. So I, yeah, this. This is exactly what Gannon was talking about in the last episode, which is he was, or no, I think Steffi was talking about how like if your teammates can't throw your ball back or like field your ball or operate with your ball, are you doing more harm than good with like your crazy psycho scuff? Which I think is a really good point. And I think it's probably the reason why the mush ball has like evaporated from our, you know, from our culture because guys are just like, I don't even want to play with this fucking thing anymore. Like all the benefits are outweighed 
by the risk uh, yeah. risks and 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 that no one likes it. Right, and I think that's a big reason why everybody sticks to the same traditional scuff is because everybody is used to being able to throw that ball to the zone, making it easier for double plays to go, and for you to share the same ball over and over again. They also think, make fucking shitty balls now too. Like there's some like like half the balls you get. Like I don't know if you can see a difference here. Where is it? Can you see how oh, this side is lighter? The oh yeah, yeah. like the, yeah yeah the double colored balls like, this one isn't this one is and this one always yeah like, i don't know what the hell is up with that and everything else yeah it's weird i don't know what they're doing but like yeah i do notice some of the balls like one of them is like a white and then the other is like a little bit of a gray and it looks like there's it's yeah. like two ends of two different balls that they smush together i don't know what i, I don't I know what's up with that to use it because it's like I, it just it's weird i don't know if i'm just being like a, like a psycho but it's just, i don't know i still like using it <laughs> I would argue it doesn't matter because if if you're using one of those balls, who's to say you don't get a case of the yips yourself, you know? Yeah, true. First-hand experience, I, I, can, I can vouch. Wow, 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 wow. So, Ham, you got, you, you're, it, it sounded like you're not going to be with Cobra Kai next year because of the incident in question? Uh, no, I'm not going to be playing with them this year. I have uh, decided on playing with another team that Johnny refused to join. Yes, Whoa. we are bringing this up right now. Oh my god! Here we go. Here we go. Um, it's an actual decent team, and uh, he wouldn't have to pitch it's because it's a good team. And uh, instead, we are reaching out to a one and only potential Bean Love to join that. the team. Wow! Wow! If, Guy played yesterday with me, and um, he beat me four to two because uh, Guy he figured out how to. He yeah, oh my god, kid! I I think it wasn't that bad. I threw uh, twelve pitches to him, and he fouled every single one of them off. And then it took a change up in the dirt for him to just miss completely. And he was just like, "I'm on you, bitch! Keep throwing." Listen, that guy knows how to you... shit talk, and it's ridiculous. He pissed Miguel Raps <laughs> off at Ocean City, and it was the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I want that to happen again. Like that—that that was amazing. Guy needs to play more whiffs. If you're telling mm. me I can show up to yard and just hit, I'm gonna probably come three or four times before that event. Mm. Well, well, well. A lot of drama going on here. I can't do. We made the semifinals last year. Me, Bob, and fucking Connor, psychopath team in the semifinals. Yeah. yeah, that is a wild team. And am I mistaken? And I don't want to. I don't want to like blow anything up. But do do you guys? Have a, a fourth that you're signing? Um, I believe he's already signed, but I don't. I can't deny or confirm. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to like say anything before. You know what I'm saying? Before someone no, says I, something. I would, yeah, I would say. I just don't know if it's if it's a thing or not. Yeah, neither yeah, do I. It, That's why I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. You know, name any names. It's no show, right? No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's listen, listen. a gentleman. It's a gentleman. Is it a gentleman? Well, it's more than a gentleman. It's more than a gentleman. It's a, he's yeah. loved by the whole entire league. Um, oh, if, if does it wait? Hold on. Does he play mall? No. Mm-mm. Okay, good. Because yeah, we have somebody. Our fourth plays Mid Atlantic, and I think he's going to be who? Uh, Cap. Oh yeah. Oh. That'd be that'd that's be an inter- that's a good ad. That's nice. I like that. I I you know, heard he, a lot he, about, he, about him. And I was—I finally got to watch him too. play at UWIFS. Yeah, I was excited yeah, to yeah. finally watch him play. Yeah, the uh, solid, uh, the solidified team of me, Red, 
and Cap is going to be our our yard team. I don't know if I was supposed to announce it, but uh, Red can really cry about it later because I've already said it. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Anyway, oh, and then I'm all, that, all that to say, I know that Earl is in talks with a fourth player, but that it might not be official, but it might be official. So I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, I don't want to throw Bob's yeah, team under the bus like that. I would tell you, but I, I don't, I don't know. That's fine. No, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in the loop. I just, you know, I was just curious if it was official and it, it had happened. Just, just know when you play us, you're, you're going to lose like really bad. Him. Him. I'm going to hit five you, home runs that game. That's a promise. Mm, he's going to hit five home runs that game. That's a promise. Red throws 70, and I hit yeah, bombs. Yeah, and yeah. You, Red can you know throw that. 70 all he wants, and then he'll throw his finger change to me, and I'll send it 700 feet. Mm. Mm. I hit bombs. Also, wow. speaking about yard, stay tuned for the big Babs Flies announcement. Oh. It's really? Oh. Okay, and, I like that. I like the sound he, of he's that. Got, he's got some big things coming. Wow. Just be ready for it. Okay. Be ready for the announcement. Follow it. Promote it. I'll, right. I will be there. I'm gonna my plan is to be in a at, at least one golden stick regular season event and at least one MAW event next summer. That's my that's my plan. So I'll be there to yeah, see the drama unfold. I can't wait You're, to show up with a whole fucking cooler full of Bud Light again. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the world. My, one of my favorite things about like the open is watching Johnny do the home run derby and, <laughs> and winning. just to, just to see how close he can get to vomiting. <laughs> it's always, it's always like a photo finish. It's always like, is he going to win it or is he going to puke or are both going to happen? Dude. So both home run derbies, I won completely blacked out. And so was my pitcher. And that's how we plan <laughs> on doing it every single time just because it just makes it more fun. Listen, if it but ain't broke, don't fix it. I almost did puke after that first round last year. <laughs> Sick. Because I swung so much in one minute, like I was just like, "This is not, this is not going to end well." No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. All right, listen, that's all the time we got for this episode. We barely got any actual scientific discussion done, so I'm sure Ben Stute will be happy to hear about that because he's been begging and groveling to come on the show. I told him he can't do it unless you. unless he brings Didio. Didio won't do it because he says, "quote unquote," Stan is mean. So we're at an impasse. I don't know what we're going to do for the next installment, but I do know that it will be filled with drama and bullshit just like every other fucking episode. So thank you, boys, for joining on. Much appreciated. Yeah, I hate to say it, but Stan has a shitty scuff, and it's more broke than his swing. Wow, 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 wow. On that note, Bonito, take us away. (laughs) 